Hey, it's your host, Mark Santiago, and I'm excited to introduce you to the next level of this podcast, Empowered AF 2.0. 2.0. In this next stage of Empowered AF, we're going to dive deeper into what it means to be an empowered man in his most advanced form. I'm talking healthy communication, healthy lifestyle, both physically and emotionally, and evolving into the man you've always wanted to be. So stick around and join me in this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. Hey, this is Mark Santiago, CEO and founder of Empowered Man, and welcome to Empowered AF 2.0. Today is part two of the series I started last week when I called, when I talked about your future self and the importance of, as a man, especially a man going through separation, divorce, taking the opportunity to become your future self now. Instead of waiting, instead of allowing all the tragedy and the shit you're going through to destroy and stop what is possible for you, Today is that day. So today is part two. I'm going to dive a little bit further into uh, some of those truths and some of those ideas and aspects we were talking about. And let's see how far we can get into this one because it's probably going to be a multi-part series because there's so much depth and so much good stuff in it. So stay tuned and I'll see you on the other side. So being unaware of your environment creates this random evolution, right? If you were just around regular people who maybe have been through divorce, you're you know, whatever, like it's just easy to evolve randomly, right? Because you're going to evolve based on how they show up. You're going to act like they did. Maybe your buddy has got a lot of influence in you and he's just like, yeah, man, your wife's a bitch, blah, blah, blah. You should dump her ass. You should go get more pussy, go to Tinder, blah, blah, blah. All this, that's who you're gonna become randomly because that's who you associate with yourself with. Or maybe on the flip side, maybe you're a more spiritual guy and you go to church and you're like, your pastor's like, oh, brother, come here, you know. And he it does that. There's good things that come from that, right? I'm not, I'm not here to bash anything. I'm a believer. I, I want you to go to church. I want you to talk to your pastor. But they, but they only have so much understanding in this arena. And not only that, um, the, the, they're limiting because you're, you're only going to get so much training, right? Um, you can learn spiritual principles and dude, spiritual principles are great. Learn them, understand them, but they're not going to sit down and teach you how to communicate with your wife in a healthy manner, how to avoid conflict and not just avoid conflict, but engage in conflict without arguing, without getting upset. They're not going to teach you about ownership and how to healthily come to a place of using power triangles and power statements and all these things. And, and helping your wife feel heard and understood and owning your shit with her. And, and they're definitely not gonna teach you leadership, maybe some aspects, but that environment can only teach you so much. And so if you're random in it, if you're unaware of it, it becomes this random evolution of who you become. And, and this is what so many men do, is because they're not purposeful, they're not intentional about who they want to become. And so they just randomly become this future self. Well, that future self doesn't look anything like they thought they would be, why? Because they didn't actually have intention. It's kind of like the kid who wanted to be a, a professional baseball player and grows up to become a welder. There's nothing wrong with welding as a profession, but if he's frustrated and goes, how did I become a welder? Or how did I become a pipe fitter? How did, I was supposed to be a professional baseball player. And then you look back at his life and go, well, what happened? Where, where did it go wrong? Well, he stopped playing baseball in eighth grade and started hanging out with his buddies and, and, and doing these things or whatever, went to trade school. And like that became the importance. And so his random evolution of becoming a welder, again, nothing wrong with being a welder, nothing wrong with that, but it wasn't what he wanted to become. He wanted to become a baseball player. How come he didn't become a baseball player? He stopped being intentional about the goal. He stopped being intentional. And so he evolved randomly into this other guy. 
Nothing is being disconnected from your future self will lead you to myopic decisions. Myopic decisions. This means that instead of you making decisions in a, in a greater context where you have greater understanding, where you're looking at the bigger picture, you're gonna be very myopic, which is like very honed in, almost like you can't separate the trees from the forest. And when you aren't connected to who you want to be, when you aren't connected to that man, that empowered man, you start making decisions in this myopic way, this in a vacuum, where it's like, you, you know nothing other than what's right in front of you, you can't see anything else. And it's the saddest thing. When I see a man who comes to us and says, I want help, and we go, great, we can help you. Here's what it looks like. And they're like, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. And it's like, bro, you're so myopic in your decision making right now because when you're such in a place of contraption, you're refusing to embrace and allow your future self to come into the present so that he can help you get to where you want to be. And you're missing out on what's possible because you're so afraid. You're, you're so disconnected from that future self and who you want to be. Another one, urgent battles and small goals keep you stuck. You ever see somebody who's like, like a manager or something where it's like they're trying to get something done. Somebody comes to them, maybe your wife or your mom or whatever is like this. Like my wife can be like this where it's like she's trying to do this thing and a kid comes up to her and it's like, mom, I need your help with this. And so she's like, OK, I'm going to stop this. I'm going to go over here and talk to this kid. And all of a sudden another kid comes up and is like, mom, I need your help on this. And it's like, OK, let me let me just finish this. And now I'm going to go over here. And, and, and then another kid's like, oh, but I need you to do this. And so she's done with that. Now she goes over there and she's running all over the place. And the original thing she was doing is no longer being worked on. Why? Because everything's this urgent battle that's got her attention. Managers do that. You know, guys that are trying to always put out fires, as they say in management. And 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 those and those small goals, again, just 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 the goal of saving your marriage is small. It's playing small. Now I'm not I'm not trying to ridicule you if that's your goal is to save your marriage. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's a small goal. Like, how can it be small? It's the biggest thing ever. No, it's not the biggest thing ever. The biggest thing ever is you becoming an empowered man. Because if you are an empowered man, you will attract, you will attract an empowered woman, woman. But so many men are so afraid of becoming that kind of man because they know at the end of the day, their woman will never meet them there and they will lose the thing that they thought that was great. It's really not that great. And you don't want to face the fact that what you thought was amazing really wasn't as good as you thought it was. When I got gut level honest about my marriage and my relationship, what I thought was great and what I thought was amazing and intense and all those things, while there was good there, there was a lot of uh, toxicity. There was a lot of dysfunction that was not good and not great and not healthy. And because of it, it kept me stuck in a pattern of small goals and urgent battles, keeping me disconnected from my future self. I couldn't even start Empowered Man until I went through a divorce. Think about that. I would probably never have this business. I would never have uh, what we do, this coaching program, had I not gone through divorce. There's no way I could be where I am today had I not experienced what I experienced, and that is the ROI on my tears. And so by going through that, by traversing through that fire, it created this new thing that's bringing the future self into now. 
what I did several years ago when I started this company. And by doing that, progressively growing into the man I'm right now, but going, this is, this is still nothing. <laughs> there is so much more for me. There is more, there is more, there is more, and I will continue to go after more until I die. And I will continue to go after it because I'm hungry to become that future self. I will not settle for something that is old and stale. I want new. I want consistently going after what is the new so that I can become empowered in every dimension of life. So that I will thrive in every dimension of life. So that my kids will see me thrive in every dimension of life. So that my wife will thrive in every dimension of life. Because when a man has caught fire, when a man is walking from a place of strength and he's coming at it from this place of I no longer want to be afraid and in fear all the time, but I am going to loose myself into a place where I track the future into now and I consistently track the future into now and I become that man now and I consistently become that man it is powerful it changes legacies it doesn't just change your life and your kids lives it changes your whole lineage some of you again you're so short narrow-sighted you're not thinking legacy you're not thinking grandchildren great-grandchildren legacy of of generations of children you're thinking about now and your selfishness and your fucking ego that gets in the way of you being present with your wife and your children because you can't get past that why because again short small urgent matters goals that don't fucking matter have stopped you from being an empowered man not being in the arena <laughs> is failing by default. This is where so many of you go. Instead of actually going into the arena, going to the battle, you stay on the sidelines. You shout at other people from the sidelines. This is for my haters who watch my fucking videos and yell shit at me and say I'm fat or say I'm this or say, no, I don't get pussy and all. Fuck you all. <laughs> you're, on the, you're on the sidelines, man. You're not even in the game. It's like we, we, we have this culture and society of fantasy football players. You're not even playing football. You're not the GM. You're not the manager. You're not the guy that's, that's like doing all of the work to get over his ACL injury to get back and you're calling him a bum. I can't stand that. I've, I've had, I heard a kid one time calling uh, Anthony Davis a bum. And I'm like, who are you to say this man's a bum? This man has put years of work into his profession. He, is, he has a craft and he is really, really good at it. And he has some injuries that have stopped him. That doesn't make him a bum. That makes you a bum for thinking that about him. And that poverty minds, that poverty thinking uh, of like just that, just disgusting, gross dysfunction is stopping you. It's keeping you small. And, and, and by not being in the arena, you're failing. Just by being the guy that's just throwing rocks from the sidelines, you're a fucking failure. You got nothing to say to me. You have nothing to say to me until you jump into the arena. I respect no man who sits on the sidelines and heckles everyone else. I don't respect you. I get it in a game, competition, whatever. It's fun to yell and say shit and whatever. But we're talking about real fucking life here. And so many of you are just sitting on the sidelines. You're sitting outside of the arena. You're not even daring to come into the arena. And the arena is life. The arena is showing up for your kids, your wife, whatever, regardless of what she's doing, regardless of what is happening, that you're saying, I'm going to be strong. I may have to be a husband in a wifeless marriage. I am going to stay in this arena. I'm not gonna let this shit take me out and get drowned in substance abuse and alcohol and sex and all these other things that keep me away from who I want to be and who I want to become. The final thing I'll say in this before I cut for today and we'll continue on next week, success is often the catalyst for failure. Success is often the catalyst for failure. And that is this, is that, that so many guys will get success. They'll, they'll listen to my podcasts. You probably listen to my podcast. You've listened to my podcast. You're like, man, I tried this thing. It was great. 
I, I saw a comment from one of the guys that um, we had a call with recently, he was talking about wanting to join Thrive, and one of my guys reached out to me, he's like, yeah, man, oh, it's been so great, I've been listening to the podcast, and I've been applying some of those things, and it's like, you get some sort of success, and you think, you think you've done something, you think your shit don't stink no more, you think like everything's okay, but that is the very catalyst for failure. For failure, why? True champions, true, true champions, true winners know. They know that success is not what breeds more success. They understand that losing and learning from your losses is way more powerful than every win you got. And, and the win is, is not the, the outcome. It's it just so many of you are focused on the success for you is, oh, my wife came back. Oh, my wife is no longer texting the other man. Oh, my wife is, is fucking me now. She's giving me blowjobs. That's the success for you because that's how you measure success through this thing. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, dude, your success measurement is like this. It's puny. It's like a puny penis because success is never measured by the fact of an external thing. Success should be measured internally, which is how am I showing up as a man? Am I, am I a man of integrity? Am I, am I doing the things I say I'm going to do? How am I acting around my children? Do my children respect me? Do they love me? Do they value me? Does, does my wife respect and honor me? Or is she fucking me because she feels guilty? Is she giving me a blowjob because I manipulated her? Like, just because you got something from her doesn't mean shit. And too many men are so focused on this outcome of success being she came back. She's no longer screwing the other guy. And I'm telling you, bro, you are lying to yourself. You are absolutely lying to yourself. And it's a sad and unfortunate day. Why? Because the real win, the real win comes when you start to not focus on the outcome of her coming back, but the outcome of the type of man you are becoming. That your future self is coming into now and you're starting to see the growth and change because it's that future self that really dictates, that really turns the knob of who you were to become and how you were to show up every single day. I have that to say to you and that's my challenge this week is that you would start to focus on that future self of who you want to become and what kind of man that is and what kind of man that looks like and what does it mean to thrive in every dimension of life? What does it mean to be empowered in your marriage whether you're going through a divorce or not? What does it mean to be empowered as a father? What does it mean to be empowered as a man in your job, in your career, in your business? What does it mean? Because every single day I am challenged personally by those thoughts. I am challenged when I feel like a victim. I am challenged when I don't feel like a good father. I'm challenged uh, you know, with my daughter going off to college shoot. I'm challenged with my wife and different discussions we have and, and, and the feelings and the victim stuff and all the shit that we go through and the trauma and the triggers and all this stuff. Every day is a challenge. Every day is a fucking battle. I tell that to my, my lead coach, Joey Wilder, all the time. Like, bro, there's not a day we don't get to pick up our sword and our shield. We go to battle every fucking day. And those of you who don't have men around you like this, like what we do, you're getting taken out left and right. Why? Because you're isolated. You're isolated. You have no armor on your back. You have nobody watching your back. I don't care. You can have steel plates all over you, but there's no one watching your back. And it's so easy for the enemy, whatever you want to call him, takes you out.
Hey, thanks again for joining us on this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. If you're new here, thanks for checking out this episode. And I encourage you to take a visit back to the first episodes in this podcast. Look, we have over 50 episodes on the foundations of how to be an empowered man. I'm talking about in your relationship with your wife, your kids, your work, your boss, whoever and whomever. And I highly suggest you take some time to listen and gain some insight and knowledge from those episodes. And hey, if you want to connect with me deeper, be sure to check out the Empowered Man group. That's empoweredman.co slash group empoweredman.co slash group for latest information and to join our group of other men who are wanting to be empowered just like you. Until then, this is Mark signing off, Empowered AF 2.0.